Like Gorilla. Hello, Dottie. It's me, Pee-wee. Well, where are you calling from? Texas. Where? Honest. Listen, I'll prove it. The stars at night are big and bright. Big and Hey everyone, time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and now Spotify. You can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our patrons, Demon Hunter 2, Aggie Jedi Master, Electric Waterboy, well what do you know? <laughs> Antaeus, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, Nick at Cashley. One Kind Word, Ravenclaw Tia, Sherman Deer 18, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, The Aussie Geocacher, Sodak Zach, The Deadliest Cachers, Terrell 2, Neil Moore, Molly the Geocaching Dog, Team D&D. Hey, how about that? We got one of the Ds tonight. Geocaching Adam, Peachy 1276, The No Code Geocachers, Curiosity Girl, Tick Magnet, Marsipanic, Bricker John, Firesafe, F.S. Abero, Geo Rick, Cash Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, Geocaching Junkie, Sir Dremelot, Janice, Tricasius, Tom Frey, Rugles, The Bruce Zero, EGK PBR, Casamaya, Master Sergeant USMC, Little Gears, Albedo 0.39, and our new patrons, It's Only Barney, and Purple Turtles 3. Thank you, patrons. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. We've got a big show tonight. Let me start off by welcoming my co-host, Jesse. Good evening. I was already playing in the chat room, so. Good deal. <laughs> Well, let's just jump right into show number 87 for February 25th as we welcome back to the show, D of Team D&D, Tom, hey, Tom Brotherman of uh, IKA Electric Waterboy, and welcoming for the first time, and hopefully not the last, Brian Erickson, IKA BE Viking. Welcome to Geocache Talk. Thanks. Good to have you guys on tonight. Um, we're going to jump right into some news. Um, there you go. Perfect. Right. <laughs> so you're hired. Yeah. Cause uh, we couldn't get Sydney to do it and I was terrible at it. So we'll let you do that from now on, Tom, you have to jo jo join the show just long enough to do that. And then you can know. Um, so the, the answer to last week's question. So I didn't ask a very good question. So I've learned. <laughs> I've only done this for a couple of years. I've kind of not uh, thought through some of my my questions to trivia. So I asked was, it sounded good at the time, right, Jesse? Is how many caches? It sounded like a legitimate question. It did. 
How many geocaches are in the state of North Dakota? Not thinking through the fact that it's going to change. <laughs> in fact, it changed that <laughs> night because things archive, things publish. So um, a bunch of people sent in um, the, um, and we'll get you. We're, we're, we're going to uh, announce the uh, the winner a little bit in a little while, but. Um, uh, 2751 is what we went with. But if you sent in anything around 2749 or whatever, you got credit and you were entered into the contest because things change. And I understand we just, we, we, we didn't really think through that one, but that's okay. We had, but well, people... I mean, I think it changed as we were doing the after show, <laughs> right? Like, so like an event got archived or something that changed the number. So yeah, so target. it was, but, um, uh, We'll think through that one better next time. But thank you, everybody who entered. And like I said, later on, toward the end of the show, we'll give you uh, the win- the name of the winner. Um, so we- I mentioned as a tease that Chris Williamson of Treasure, you guys remember Treasure from last year. We saw that at the uh, Texas Challenge in uh, Tyler last year. Uh, hopefully, everybody got to see it um, at, the, at the drive-in. Um, so Chris told me that he had something he wanted to, to mention. So I teased the fact that he had something people are saying like treasure two or different things. I, w- I wish it was something that big, um, in our perspective for him, it's huge for us. Maybe it doesn't really, um, we don't see it, it maybe. Does because it has implications. It does. You're right. It, it does. Um, hopefully it will lead to a treasure two, but he has received a, distribution deal for treasure which is fantastic for him he doesn't have to keep doing this anymore himself um so with a very reputable distributor leo mark studios uh leo mark studios.com is the website i don't know if it's actually out there yet but um they're going to distribute treasure uh, provide it to the to the masses um maybe that's why if you happen to notice i took treasure off of our website uh, because again, um, the distribution is no longer going directly through Chris. It's going through this, this, uh, company. So, um, you know, hats off to Chris for working that out. Um, you know, big thanks to, um, to working with us last year, um, getting some, some of the actors on the show. Um, I think it was, uh, we really enjoyed that. Yeah, and while it doesn't sound like it's interesting to anybody, it actually is because that means the distributor finds enough value in a geocaching movie that they're willing to take a chance on it, you know, of a, a really niche hobby. Um, so that's that's good for geocaching. And just like virtuals, we're going to take credit for this one too. Exactly. So, <laughs> well, We're going to take true. credit for that, all that happening. Forget all those actors and producers and people that made the movie. We did it all. So Right, of course. <laughs> it's because you have that poster behind you. That's there you that's go. The yeah, reason. that's right. We had Ansley Gordon on. Actually, we had her on kind of twice. We had her on once, and when we had Matt Mercurio on the show, um, I sent her a link, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll jump back on." So she jumped on the show for that night. So it was great. And I've got a spy in the chat room. Apparently, okay. <laughs> My wife's supposed to be out while I'm doing this show, and she logged in from PF Changs to make sure that I don't make plans like I did last year, and all of a sudden go. I made plans last year while we were in the show to go to Texas. I remember. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't like stage that actually happened. So she's spying on me from the chat room already. (laughs) 
Good news, Christy. You're coming to Texas again. Woohoo! That's right. <laughs> no, I have to consult, consult with really my CFO to see if it's possible. Yeah. What was that, D? I said there's lots of really cool places to eat and see. There is. See? We'll there to, you go. We'll get to that in a moment. Lots of good history there. Oh, yeah. Yes. Jazz. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, okay. Uh, real quick, web page. Uh, we did a bonus, or I did a bonus Easter egg. Um, so if you go to past shows video section, you might find a little bonus out there. So go check out the website. And Jesse, what is um, what is the latest on the webcam watch? Uh, our webcam watch currently we are at 113 enabled. So we're down one from 114. The one in Hawaii is currently disabled, and Looking through the logs, it looks like, you know, they went through the typical thing of people were taking, it was down or something, and people were taking it. But it looks like on this one, going back, that the owner has deleted all those old logs where people were just doing selfies and trying to claim it. Mm. So there's there's some not-so-nice notes on the page, so I don't know what the history or <laughs> the health of that one will be. But we're currently down to 113 active ones. Uh, just from last week. US? Do what? Is that U.S. or worldwide? Just U.S. Yeah, just U.S. So we're we're hoping we can keep that number above a hundred. We don't need to be below a hundred in the U.S. That's that's too low for a, a cash type. Oh gosh, yes, that would be bad. But so inevitable if they don't bring it back, it's yeah, eventually it'll die. That'll be our campaign for next year, right? <laughs> <laughs> if we really wanted to, which I don't think anybody really wants those well, back. Maybe not. They're just rare. They're yeah. not really. Yeah, they are rare. But 113, so webcam watch down to 113 enabled right now, which is sad. Yep. All right, let's get on the topic. We've got a lot to talk about tonight uh, with the Texas Challenge, the 16th annual. Think about that a minute. Think about how long geocaching has been around. And this is the 16th year of the Texas Challenge and Festival. It's going to be on March 10th. But in reality, it starts on March 8th, and we'll talk about that here in a moment. But uh, uh, it is in Denton, Texas, so about as north as you could probably, I mean, not the north you could probably go, but it's very north Texas for, you know, you could be in Del Rio or somewhere, and it could be, <laughs> it could be a drive. Maybe, maybe next year. We don't, I mean... We'll have to find. We'll we'll ask them later about where it'll be next year. I'm sure we'll get. Yeah, just saying, in Texas static. doesn't really narrow it down. No, it doesn't. That's why I want to mention it's in Denton. It's, it's like, like high, way up in the north part of of the state, so it's available to the whole country. Well, they always are, but um, <clears throat> so just a short drive from DFW Airport. That's see, very that's good, that's Brian. Perfect. That's perfect. Uh, and we talk about a lot of megas on this show, but this one's a little bit special because of the style of, of mega it is. Um, mm-hmm. It's a competition, which is awesome. <laughs> you know, anytime you throw competition in there, yeah, it's, it's a, it gets a little more interesting. And this is the, uh, there's a few competitions out there now, but this is the first one, right? Correct. The oldest yeah, competition. started mega. from us. Moga's competition started from us. Yep. Moga, mm. Moga, as we learned, um, somebody came down and was part of the process. And then did, I don't know how, what was the, how that all worked? Did, did they, they said to you guys. They came down and just wanted to participate. 
and liked the idea of the competition. And then, of course, they took it up and, and um, put an individual spin on it as opposed to the regional spin that we had on it mm-hmm. um, and kind of made it their own. So uh, then, of course, we kind of turned it around on them and went up there and stole the idea back from them and added the individual into our challenge this year. That's funny. But you said regional challenge, so you, you've got it broken up again this year in in different sections? Is that how you... Uh, yeah, basically you can decide what region you want to play in. We do have some folks that may live in one region, but most of their friends live in another region. So you're not specifically uh, um, told you have to play for a certain region, but you select the region that you're going to be in. It's uh, divided into six regions in Texas. And then we have an out-of-state team. Mm. Team took second. Yeah, Tom leads the out-of-state team. Um, even though he's, oh, I get them started. But uh, <laughs> last year they took second, so they did. Yeah, and that can is up at geocaching headquarters. And we have over mm. fifty people registered from out of state, so it's a pretty significant team this year. So we're looking for them to be strong again. Wow, very cool. That's that's some uh, that's some smack talking. If somebody comes into Texas and beats you, right? I don't know. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, there's that old Texas yeah, line, come and get it. I told my friends in Oklahoma, <laughs> come and get it. Come that's, take that gold ammo can. That's good. How is it It's how is it stacked up over the years? So out-of-state got second last year? Correct. But the north won? Is that right? Uh, how many, I'll let Brian tell you how many around North, north always wins. That's just the way it is. <laughs> We are on a strong streak, but uh, we're hoping that uh, we have strong competition this year and uh, we have an even playing field and we'll see what happens. How many years in a row? Five. Right? Yeah, five. Five years. Wow. And and they, um, I have several friends on the North team, but um, it is very funny when they get, they get a little cocky sometimes and they're like, And they're like, you know, they got the, you know, because they all got the black shirts, you know, they're the black shirt bunch. And don't y'all. The pirates. The pirates. And so um, Hmm. they paint, at least um, Kid Wrangler does. She puts little, she changes the shirt every year. I don't know if everybody does this, Brian, but. They do. (laughs) The gold key. Yes. Yeah, they have gold you're, you're giving up the inner secrets there, Gary. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I like that. I like that's a cool idea, though. That you know, if you win, you change the shirt up a little bit. I like that's cool. <laughs> that is cool, though. But you don't like people can come to the mega even if they're not registering or even if they're not competing, right? Yeah, it's an entire weekend of events and non-registered events and activities really to cater to everyone in geocaching. And that's what DNI really focused on this year is the competition is great and it's always the centerpiece of the event, but we want this to be as inclusive as possible and have everyone, regardless of age, regardless of any characteristic, come and have fun and have a great geocaching experience. So we've tried to create as many things to do for people that uh, meet every criteria you can imagine. Yeah, it's uh, when Gary and I were down there. I we got to watch but not compete, and it. I don't. I can't imagine choosing not to compete. It was crazy. I was chomping at the bit to run out there with y'all, and it looked like everybody was having fun from the. 
you're building up the anticipation and everybody was dying to to get it started for that opening bell it was it was funny <laughs> it, go ahead it's a fun thing you know mm-hmm. uh the first time i participated in it, and it was in north texas six years ago and i wasn't really sure i wanted to do it and then you got up there and i'm such a competitive person it, it was like oh, i gotta have more of this <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i gotta do more of this <laughs> Well, and so much of geocaching normally is not competitive. It's everybody at their own pace. Do what you want to do, you know, what style you want or when you want. So for once, you get to go out and compete, and that's great. Yep. It was funny, too, watching. We were sitting at the table or, (laughs) you know, and, you know, they start making, you know, um, you know, Garrick's up there. He's making, starting to make announcements about this thing getting started. I looked over at, at Jesse, and I could see his, like, he had this look on his face like, really? What, what, what? And then I was like, no, Jesse, you're not. We got other stuff we got to do today. We can't, you know. And uh, he was just so. So actually, I actually, we did some walking around, took some photos, but um, I, I kind of, because they all, everybody kind of huddles. It's kind of, mm-hmm. kind of cool to watch them kind of. Everybody's friendly. You know, everything's great until it's time for competition. Like all, they all kind of huddle. And so uh, it was fun. I walked around, talked to the North people some, and I went and talked to the out-of-state. And um, uh, we had um, a lackey that came down. First time I think she'd ever been uh, Pony Streamers, her name. And we actually had her on the show a few weeks after that talking about geotours. But she was fired up. I mean, Tom, I don't know what you guys told told her, but (laughs) – promised her something you had to have she was she was, in, she was like let's go she was she was ready to she went 100 miles an hour and i can tell you after that thing was over kendall and i took a nap <laughs> we were worn out <laughs> that's awesome but one other cool thing i think we we told it on the show didn't you? i know we we talked about it but i don't know if we talked about it on on the actual show or not the the person that came up to us at the booth when the competition was getting ready to start Oh, and it was yeah. the first cache ever. Tell they were like, "What's it? We're checking out this geocaching thing." So they show up at the Texas Mega competition. It was their first one ever. They never mm-hmm. found a geocache or anything. <laughs> That's a good one to start with. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. It was like a guy and his like young son. son. It was. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, not everything is like this." So don't get <laughs> you know. This is not what events are normally like. Just to, I don't want to let you down or anything. But well, they were fired up. That was awesome. Yeah, you guys mentioned ponytail. Uh, this is a good time to put show. Oh, this. there you go. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. Brian! The hat that ponytail brought us. Pony stream. The official geocaching <laughs> event hat, I guess, for the Texas Mega. Wow! So wow! If you see me sporting this hat, you'll you'll know that you're at the right place. Brian is wearing a sort of a, it's almost Brian. like a it's like a mini pearl type thing with a with it now it's trackable. So he's got a trackable in the front of it for for audio, this is where listeners. The audio listeners miss out. Yeah, audio <laughs> listeners are missing out. You, if you're an audio listener, go watch the YouTube uh, later on. You can catch it uh, and see that. So, or come see me at challenge. There you go. Perfect. You go. And uh, to sweeten the challenge for this year, y'all have added a new category. Yeah, we added an individual challenge category, and we, we did that for a couple of reasons. Um, we just wanted to create more activities and different activities for different regions. And so the individual challenge is broken up into four age groups, under 18, um, 
18 to 36, 36 to 50 and 50 over and male and female. And we'll be awarding uh, uh, awards for the first three people in each uh, category. Uh, some really cool trackable belt buckle type coins. Uh, we have 32 different geocaches, and it's, it's kind of like an orienteering event. Uh, I haven't been to MOGA, so I don't know exactly how that works, but uh, I'm very excited to see how that, that goes. We've had a lot of people sign up for that, um, so I think the participation level in that's going to be awesome. Yeah, y'all had to kind of – y'all had to, like, cut off the, cut off the numbers because y'all had so many people that were signing up for that. But, uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, so, Jesse, it's, it's very similar with the, uh, the one you did last year where you – you find the cash, you, you pull the stamp out, you do your stamp and the whole thing. So it's got the little, uh, what do you want to call it? It's not stamp. It's a punch. Uh, punch. Yeah. Hole punch. Isn't that what y'all did last year too, Jesse? The- yep. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. That, oh, that, that makes it even more fun to want to go. <laughs> it's killing me. <laughs> and we do have it set up so you can comp- compete in both the regional and the individual. Oh my yeah. gosh! You talk about tired. You talk about tired. At the end of the day, there's going to be some people that are worn out. <laughs> yeah, but it's tired from geocaching, so that's okay. That's a good kind of tired. It's a good thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's killing me. <laughs> it's you're not that far away. What, what, what was it, uh, Tom? You're saying it's a it's a quick Southwest Airlines flight. <laughs> yeah, it's like a 13 hour drive, but the uh, the flight's not very long. Just a, you know. It's kind of getting last minute now, but I guess you can still get book some. So, it's absolutely. Uh, Again, yeah. I, I got a spy in the chat room, so I can't, <laughs> I can't commit to anything right now. <laughs> She's watching. I get in trouble. I still want to be able to eat between now and then. So, but 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 wait, there's more, Jesse. There's more uh, coming up. Oh, lots more. Lots more to talk about. So um, this year, or in, obviously, you guys let me know. Um, have you guys ever done uh, GeoArt? design before or is this the first year for a geo art uh, for the... a for a challenge it is okay in the past we've done them for our loans our roundup events okay. but this is the first year that we've done it and we actually did two there's actually two out there for a total of almost 500 caches wow oh my gosh wow one of uh, them is texas challenge 2018 spelled out and the other one is a saxophone that uh Vince Rowe and William Davis uh, Terraviators did in a sax, and it's called So Saxy. (laughs) Yeah, so if you go on your maps and click mystery and then look west of Denton, you'll you'll see those laid out. And uh, great opportunity to grab a lot of caches in a short period of time. The So Saxy, I think 150 more or less, all three threes. And then the other ones are various DT combinations. Yeah, it took addition, us three hours, three and a half hours to do so sexy. In addition to that, there's also a bunch of challenge caches up near Valley View, up near D's place, um, with ha- that has a lot of different challenges. And so there's a ton of caches. Uh, Jesse, I think you said there's how many five fives? Yeah, there was like 27 five five caches uh, within like 20 miles of the GZ for the mega. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. I looked that up. So, <laughs> if you like to climb trees, there's plenty of opportunity to climb trees. Oh yeah! I even saw some ones that were hinting at scuba, like some underwater caches in that area. So, 
There, there might be one or two. It might be a little chilly to be doing that, though. Eh, you know. <laughs> it's okay. Prepare for it. Yeah. Bring a kayak if you want. There's plenty around there that will use a kayak or a canoe as well. Kayak. Oh, nice. See, Jesse, bring your kayak down. There you go. Inflatable. You're ready to go. You know, right. Jesse, if you want to fly, I got a kayak you can borrow. <laughs> oh, see? Oh, oh. Killing you. I know. Just piling my, it on. My CFO, my chief financial officer, needs to give me approval, and then uh, <laughs> then I can go. <laughs> but there's something too about the to, to wrap up on the geo art. Um, I'm I would never heard of this before. So you guys tell me about this a little bit. Um, you can if you don't like puzzles, you can get the final chords. You can purchase them. Is that? No, that's incorrect. <laughs> we, yeah. we've, been, we've been told by geocaching.com that can't that do that. Oh, so that's so, gone. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> oh well, that's all right. It was an it was an interesting idea though. <laughs> we well, thought we, so. <laughs> yeah, we did too. We got it from Moga. Moga usually includes it in the packages, but uh, I got a nice little email on Friday, so we uh, had to <laughs> scrub that sorry. idea. That's okay. And uh, it's gone. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, now when you finish them. You you've done something. Yeah, that's right. So. <laughs> well, 2012 we did something too. We had a uh, open caching there, and the next year it was in the mega contracts that you couldn't have open caching. So oh. I guess we are the uh, trailblazers <laughs> of sorts. For, uh, you might as well try. You don't know until you try, right? That's right. That's you right. don't know. Yeah. But, uh, uh, so you have you mentioned that one trail that one geo art was like three threes. You have some other. Uh, some other interesting trails for people that like the higher terrain caches too, right? Yeah, I'll let Brian talk about that. The Trail to Insanity. Um, I can tell you that uh, Randy Haler OMR did it. Uh, did the all the way. To, it's a trail that leads up to a cache that's been there forever, called Are You Insane? But he, those ammo cans alone are a work of art. But I know Brian has actually done the trail recently. I'll let him talk about it. Yeah, I think there's about twenty caches. It's about a four mile hike. Um, a lot of it is game trails, but not real. It's not an easy walk in the park. Um, and it's kind of a down and back and there's probably 20 caches, very high terrain caches. We're going to sponsor people that are going to guide groups at, at different times. Um, for those of you who don't know, we've had rain pretty much the entire week. I talked to Randy Haler this week. He told me that the, the river's out of the banks. So he's going to make another run just to make sure they're all there before we, we get there. But uh, that, that's a great experience if you haven't uh, – if you want to get out in the wild and, and do some things and make a, a kind of a arduous hike, that's a, a great series to do. Very cool. That's That would be something definitely on my list if I was able to make it down there. For those that are wondering, if they want to follow along at home, that trail, in case you want to look it up, starts at GC3B, is in Brian, K, it's in Kilo, no, what's the K, I forget, 7 and then A. (laughs) I got to get my little cheat sheet for my radio call thing, so. You you cut out there, you might want to repeat that GC number. Uh, GC3B is in boy, K is in... Karate, seven A is an apple. I think we need a genetic. I mean, uh, a uh, geocaching oh, oh, genetic alphabet. I like that idea. <laughs> I like that idea a lot. We're gonna come up with one. I love it. Start sending the emails in to help us out with that, guys. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
talk at gmail.com. That's right. And we'll start using those from now on. Oh, man. So, a trail. I, if the if, so if the weather hasn't destroyed that trail, that'll be a great trail for people to go and do and, and some guided uh, some guided hikes, I guess you would call it. Yep. Help people out. Yep. That's and good. they'll be back there. We'll get them replaced before. So outside of high terrains, the obvious other thing I have to ask about is lab caches. Oh, let me tell you, uh, <laughs> Terabiters, who did the Sosaxi series, did our lab caches. And we actually asked for two adventures for 20. But um, you have to have about 1,000 people before they'll do that. Mm. So we were only able to get 10. And we have been duking it out trying to figure out what 10. Because there are so many really cool places to see in Denton. That the lab caches this year are extraordinary. They are at places, awesome murals, cool places. Um, the lab caches alone are worth coming down. Cool. Dean's been putting posts up about the thirty days leading up to to challenge, and it's making mm-hmm. me wonder how you know out of those thirty things, which ones are going to be lab caches? Because there's some pretty awesome spots she's putting out. Well, I will tell you, other than Mr. Frosty's and Beth Marie's, I am not listing a single location that um, it, I'm doing a thing on our Facebook page where yes. I list it every day a place to, to visit when you come to, to Denton for challenge. And with the exception of Beth Marie's, where we're having the Thursday night event and uh, Mr. Frosty's, um, none of the lab cash places are listed on the 30 days. So. Yeah, I think the other point that I wanted to make is Denton is a really cool little town. You know, it's a college town. It's got a young vibe, really interesting history. A lot of our activities are going to be in the square in Denton. Uh, it's just a, a great, interesting place to, to go. And, you know, I've lived in Dallas for almost 30 years now. And every time I go up there, I find something interesting, either history or art or music. It's a great great place and so even if you're not really there to geocache 100 percent, there's a lot of other things to do and see up there well that's what's cool about omega there's tons of geocaching there's tons of uh there's tons of you know networking and and getting to visit people that you haven't seen or haven't seen in a long time but when they're in a great place like that you may not get to visit that place very often so at least you get you know you can go around the whole town and there's always caching to do around but to get to visit those historical places and, you know, incorporate, if you're bringing the whole family down, everybody gets to do something, even if they're not all geocachers, which I don't know why you'd have family that wasn't geocaching, but, (laughs) you know, if you got to keep them and they're not geocachers, you want to show them something else fun to do. So it's nice when you have stuff like that for everybody to do. Yes, very much so. Yeah, like Brian said, that was the one thing that when we sat down and we're picking locations and stuff, we both said, you know, let's 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 do more than just the event. Let's have so much to do that people just you know can't get to it all. So we 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 tried to pack as much as we could in. Well, very cool. Very um, cool. So we're doing something a little different on the show. Um, we're going to put our sponsors inside the show. So <laughs> a little different. We're going to talk about our sponsors during the show. So this is a spot where we're going to talk about FTF Magazine, which worked out perfect for tonight mm-hmm. because FTF magazine of course is is uh is uh, made in uh in Texas and so we're very proud of FTF magazine Keith Petrus who I think hopefully will be at uh mega 
I haven't ta- I've talked to Keith, but uh, I think he said he was going to. Was the last note I got. Um, Keith does FTF Magazine. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I've got one right here. I got the latest right here. FTF Magazine. Um, FTFgeocacher.com. If you're a geocacher and you don't have this, I'm not sure why you don't. You'll, you'll have to answer to me about that. So um, <laughs> it's a great magazine. A lot of cool stuff in here. Some guy, I don't know why they keep having him on here, but he's always <laughs> in here um, doing uh, – no, it's really good, Tom. I really appreciate that you do the uh, the puzzles. I learn a lot from you, buddy, on the puzzles. Well, do you do you remember when FTF Geocacher Magazine first came out? I don't even know when it first came out. Oh gosh, it's volume eight. So I'm wondering if he's done it for about eight years. We'll have to. We'll ask him. He's going to be on the show, by the way, in a in a couple of weeks, um, about a month. Well, it's so. funny because you know, as a geocacher, and I'm definitely one you would consider that consumes all the media around geocaching. Right? I, it's it's my hobby. I like it. I remember when I first like kind of realized there wasn't a geocaching magazine. It's one of those times you go, you're mad because you're like, why didn't I have friends? Why didn't they tell me about this like last year? Right. Why didn't anybody tell what, what's going on? They're trying to keep the secret from me. I mean, it's really the only or it's the premier, I guess, at least magazine about geocaching. And it's like the, one of the only magazines I actually have shipped in actual physical form right. to my house. Everything else I read like digitally on the iPad and stuff, you know, but I like having that magazine. Yeah, this is one of the last things I think I'll ever. I don't think I'll ever go digital unless he forces us to. But hopefully, he doesn't force us to do that. So, very cool. What's What's the first thing you do when you get that magazine? Um. Well, I look for our. I look Spartacus. For our Spartacus. Yeah, that, I, I run to the bathroom, lock the door, and I'm in there looking for Spartacus. Spartacus. <laughs> oh, TMI. <laughs> well, the first part, yes. But you know, I think it's really cool too. I like to read the the milestones page where mm-hmm. you know people are calling about their milestones, and it's not just like fifty thousand. You know, it's people getting their two hundred, their five hundred, and and they're sharing their stories. I, I don't know why, but I think that's one of the coolest parts of the magazine. Very cool. Um, yeah. So the whole thing about travel bugs in this this last one, the mega events are all listed too. So mm-hmm. get you get you get you sign up. It's well well worth it all right we're gonna get into the actual events now we've talked about them some but we're gonna talk about some other events there's more than one there's There's other ones gosh my gosh there's a whole you know from thursday to sunday there's events like awesome uh thursday night we're gonna start with ice cream on the square Tell us about Ice Cream on the Square on Thursday night. Uh, well, there is uh, Denton's famous for Beth Marie's ice cream. Um, they've been in Denton for over 40 years. And they make their own ice, ice cream in-house um, on the square underneath their current store. And so what we've done is um, their their shop's not tiny, but it's not big enough to hold a large group of cashers. So um, we love the square in Denton. It's got a ton of caches and lots of uh, historical significance. So what we told everybody was go get you a scoop of some of the best ice cream you'll ever have and come across the street and just kind of congregate on the square and kind of kick off it all with a good scoop of ice cream and uh, some good conversation with local cashers. <laughs> they got some, they got some great flavors. 
Jameson, Red Wine and Blue, uh, Sinful Oats. They got some cool names for some of these. Uh, Mike and the Guinness and Dr. Pepper flavored Texas Doctor. <laughs> it's pretty good. Awesome. Everything about that sounds good. Everything. All of it. They all sound great. So oh, that's awesome. That's Thursday night. Uh, Jack this, and Coke. Get this thing kicked off. Absolutely. And they have traditional flavors too. So they if do. you don't if you're if you don't want to go out and go out on a limb, there's there's other traditional yeah. flavors. My husband's a vanilla guy. He gets vanilla every time we go. So <laughs> Wow. Some people there's- do my daughter's the same way. She loves the vanilla every time. We'll go to like Hey, let's go to Baskin Robbins. I'm like, why? <laughs> You're going for vanilla. You only need, you know, forget the rest 30 flavors. You're just going for the, you know. Right. I'm just going to go for the vanilla. But that's oh. a good, the ice cream social geocaching event. That's always a good one. That's a classic geocaching event. That's a good one to start off with. Very family friendly. Mm-hmm. No, oh, it's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, that's... Um, you know, we talked something I tweeted this week about was the fact that different you can even though it's a mega, you can get some ideas of what to do locally instead of the mm-hmm. usual meet and greet. You can create one of create something like this and, and mm-hmm. do a do a you know, I mean you, Jesse, you got one every month. Of course, yours is a little different every week. I mean, but yours is a little different, right? You go to the same place for that. Yeah, ours is just a standard. We host a standard. As a matter of fact, it's 6.30 in the morning, every Monday morning coffee event. And we have our normal five or six people that show up every week. But we constantly, because it's a it's a staple and it's always there and it's been there for over a year, um, there's always somebody passing through town. And we'll get people like, yeah, I was passing through town and my family's back at the hotel and I want to sneak out and get to this event real quick before they got woke up so I can get an event in this state or whatever. Um, well, we get people passing through. Yeah, Tick Magnet came through there. Always one, right? there every Monday morning. Yeah. When Tick Magnet came through there? He sure did, yeah. So that's cool. So, Jesse, my son's at CU Boulder, so you may see me there one Monday morning. Oh, very cool, yeah. Let me know, and I'll take a little time off, and we'll go playing around and go cashing in the area. Sounds good, man. Perfect. See, that's how you get to meet people, too, is at these events. So, Um, All right, Friday, we got a bunch going on Friday. So the note was, of course, don't forget about the geo art. The lab caches will be available. The trail to insanity. Hopefully there won't be any issues with our flooding that we've had. Hopefully that's all gone away. Uh, will be available all day. And then in the morning, we start off with something that Jesse and I would be at if mm-hmm. I wasn't either working or Jesse was in town, which is coffee time. Grab your coffee, smoothie, tea, or double chocolate Triple decaf skim almond milk spice chai latte. You had me until you said decaf. <laughs> me too. How do you and have a triple decaf? What does that mean? <laughs> Three times zero caffeine? <laughs> right. I don't even know what all that means. <laughs> it, it says or some such. <laughs> and a pastry. There you oh, go. I- I can tell you that this one was kind of a sad one for us. Um, about a month ago, there was a fire on the square. Oh, no. And the original location is a place called Jupiter House. It's been around forever. It's it's a very kind of cool vibe um, a coffee shop. And unfortunately, when the fire happened right next door, it caused uh, some smoke and um, water damage to Jupiter House. So we had to move it across the square 
to West Oak Coffee, which is equally a very cool place. However, it's only been there about a year and a half, and Jupiter House has been there about 30. So oh, wow. um, that was it was a little disappointing for us, but um, the folks over at West Oak are excited to have us, and they, um, they're the only coffee house I've ever been to that also sells beer. So, uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well start with beer at eight o'clock in the morning. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, you know, they've got like the coffee area and then they have all these draft beers. It's like, all right, there you go. Sure. Why not? Perfect. Hey, uh, and that's at eight o'clock on Friday. And then, um, that evening as you, after you, a full day of catching on Friday. Like I said, finding all the other things. Uh, we're going to do a jazzing up challenge. We're jazzing up the challenge. Uh, enjoy dinner in the jazz stylings of a local swing band. So tell us a little bit about the Friday night event. Um, well, we're going to be serving um, six bucks for a barbecue sandwich, chips, and a drink. Um, all of our vendors will be there um, for you to talk to. We've got, yes, Geo- Geocache Talk will be there. We'll be uh, there. Uh, Red Hat will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a local uh, church group that'll be selling baked goods to help raise money for their camp. Oh, cool! And um, about seven thirty ish, Fu McBubba will take the stage. They are a sixteen-piece jazz band um, that one of our local cashers, Terra Viators, is in, mm-hmm. and um, they're going to entertain us for about an hour. Um, and they're also going to be selling a geo coin that you'll only be able to get at that event. That's oh. in the shape of a saxophone. Oh, cool. Only at that event. So those, you know, they'll in turn be on eBay for like $100 a piece that night. (laughs) Yeah. It's a very cool, uh, it's in the shape of a saxophone. It says Fumigbub on the back. It's trackable. And I think they're selling it for like six bucks. And what they're doing with that money is giving it to the um, Music Foundation in Denton, which uh, pays for um, low-income students to take music classes. So a very cool thing they're doing. Kind of hard to beat that. That is awesome. So Um, we're excited about it. mm -hmm. Um, It'll be a really fun night. Uh, The other thing I'm kind of looking forward to is before the jazz band takes stage, um, we have our Hall of Fame induction every year. It's going to be a little special. Cool. So we're looking forward to some of the inductees uh, being there and uh, being able to remember a few inductees that are no longer with us. So. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Friend of mine, Katie Solo, used to be Katie in Prettier Half. Um, he lost his wife, but he played uh, twenty twelve with me. Yeah, that's very cool. But uh, Katie Solo, I see him once in a while uh, at we have events. He'll he'll come by and great guy, Jesse. I I actually mm-hmm. grabbed him, grabbed Kevin, had him, I dragged him over. He's like, "What are you doing, Gary?" I was like, "I need you to meet Jesse." So Jesse, he, that's uh, who I was referring that's to. That's a coffee but, event, in fact. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's where uh, I'm at Very cool. Uh, okay, so that's and then it's a it's a very uh, early next morning. We're going to start the event, the actual mega that next morning. Um, so it says seven a.m. Doors open at seven a.m. Okay, just want to make sure so everybody knows. Yes, registration and doors open at seven. And all of the um, people that are going to be competing in the um, regional challenge must be in the room by eight o'clock. And they are, boy, they're ready to go. It's awesome. Like last year, boy, they were, 
you could tell things changed from the night before to that day. <laughs> the whole atmosphere started to kind of change a little bit. People weren't, you know, you know, they're all chummy. And then all of a sudden it's like, uh, I don't have time to talk to you right now. I got to go to this thing over here. So it's like, uh, but, uh, great fun. So, um, so the regional or the, um, the challenge, um, it says here, can accumulate the most points during a four hour time crunch. Does that seem, is that right? For you, four hours? you got four hours. It runs from eight 30 to 12 30 and you must turn your scorecards in by 12 30. If you are late, you get a big fat zero. Wow. You don't want to do the whole day Ooh. and not do that. <laughs> and is the individual one start after that one ends? That's correct. Okay. So like the second half of the day. That's the afternoon event. Mm. So we've got 180. No, it's just two hours. We've got 180 Mm. people signed up for the regional competition. Um, Everywhere from 70 people in the north to six in the west. The out-of-state teams looking like 10. There may be an independent Oklahoma team and then another team. So I think the competition is going to be pretty fierce this year. Mm. Very cool. There are a bunch of people signed up for the individual? More than 100. We had to cut it off because we had too many people. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. I keep getting emails going, is there any way, please, please let me in. Please, please let me in. So it's uh, – People want to be that first good. champion. That's exactly yeah, and right. And I will say, hats off to Vince Rowe. Mm. Uh, he has busted his butt trying to get that individual one together and – all of the calculations, he's got that puppy down. So we're excited to see that and and how it turns out. He's it's gonna be good. So awesome. Very cool. Is that two hours the most points you can get? And if you're late, you get zero. Same pretty much. Concept? Don't get zero, but you get negative points if you're late. So you gotta be very good on your timing. Mm, that'll be that'll be interesting to see. The first crown champion of the individual Texas competition. It will be, and it's it. it you've run Moga, so it's very similar as far as time clock start. Um, we worked uh, Vince worked closely with Ryan, um, who uh, did the last Moga, and uh, he kind of mm-hmm. let us let it let us in on a few of the the ins and outs to help make it run a little smoother for us. So, yeah, that's uh, Moga was a lot of fun, and. Uh, I got to see the Texas challenge, but I haven't got to compete in it yet. Yet. So uh, I love the challenge megas. Those are awesome. Well, come on down. See if you, if you come down, Jesse and join the out of state with Tom and his little crew, you could win and like, you could go see, I had to come down to take the, take the, 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 the belt away from North Texas. So, Oh, and I would, <laughs> I would be such a quiet winner too. If I came in out of state. And uh, we won. Trust me. <laughs> I think there'd be a lot of people cheering you on. There <laughs> yeah, will be a ton. I would. Every cash I published for the rest of the year would be I won the Texas Challenge. That's what it'd be. <laughs> number one, number two, number three, number four. <laughs> number one, yeah. Number every one, number two, every I cash. Still won. Yeah. Did I, I mention won. I won? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be. Now, that'd be cool. That'd be a, a really cool thing to see. But there's other events that same day, right? There's the keep on food truck in that night. 
Well, and you're also missing, there's also a five o'clock event. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, Texas County Challengers reunion event. Uh, I think we're close to 160 people have uh, finished that. It's it's jumping every year it jumps. So those of us that are back there in the fifth, we're 54 and we're proudly 54. You are Brian, what number are you? Haven't finished it yet. Oh, that's right. You're close though, right? Yeah, I still have about 60 to go. Okay, and then Tom, what number are you and Cheryl? I forgot. Cheryl's sixty-six, and I'm sixty-seven. So yeah, so I mean, it's it's a it's a tight knit club that have finished that challenge, and I know Brian has been working. One of his Christmas presents was to get to go with his son down and finish some counties. So it's kind of a something that we all uh, strive for. But our reunion is that, and anybody can attend it. Yeah. So that's kind of cool to be in a room with a bunch of people that did something crazy like that. Yeah, because it, it's not just a Sunday afternoon drive. No. <laughs> 254 <laughs> counties, is that right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. right. And you uh, guys have 18 yes. people this year? That's awesome. That's I got to see that when we were down there, and oddly enough, obviously I haven't done the, all those counties, but that was one of my favorite parts of the whole weekend was getting to see that. You made a big deal about the people that had done it, and they got to go up on stage, and I think last year, I don't know if it's the same every year, but they got to sign the big cutout board, or there was the big Texas-shaped board or whatever. Yeah, and you yeah. sign it in the county that you found your last county cash in. So that's where you sign the, the log. So that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, I, I thought that was really neat. I don't, I don't know why we don't have that in other states. I mean, other states, I guess, are not as hard as Texas, obviously, with 254 counties, but just a really cool... Really cool way to honor people that have gone that to that crazy length in geocaching. It is. And I give a big shout out to Pathfinder 33. He started that event several years ago and has continued it. And even when he couldn't come down because he moved to Wyoming and now he's in Colorado, um, he's made sure that that board has made it to challenge. Uh, thanks to Travis Gilbert, S9579. Uh, um, and it makes it there for every challenge. And someone is hosting that event because um, it really is a tight net group of people that are proud of a challenge because you got to understand that when you're in Texarkana you are closer to Chicago than you are the other side of Texas so it's a it's a big old state (laughs) yes it is and like like Tom said you're not doing it on a weekend (laughs) yeah it's I, I just checked I'm only 236 away from getting it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there on it. Well, if you drive down, you can go through the panhandle and you can pick up probably another 20 or 30. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Like, It'll only be like talk to the CFO. Way at that point. So. <laughs> Jesse, you would not be the person the farthest away from Texas to have done it. Oh, really? Who's uh, done it? Who's the furthest person away? That I know of is a reviewer in Alaska. Oh, wow. Wow. That's awesome. Well, that's kind of insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of insane. But it's great. That's uh, You got to give them props for that. That's that's wild. Yep. No, I, I'm, I, I, don't know why, I don't know why it's not in my notes. I forgot completely about putting that in the notes. I'm very sorry about that. But, yes, definitely come to that event because uh, – it is like Jesse said. It was cool watching it last year, and just uh, I mean, it is a it is a big accomplishment to have done because it's not like you can just go through. It's not like the ET highway. I mean, there's some counties that you got to do some planning, and if you don't, 
Tom, you can talk about that. If you don't plan properly, you could end up. Um, oh, that. Why are you going to sleep tonight? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Some some of the counties don't have a whole lot of caches in them, so you got to sort of plan accordingly. If you if you don't find the first cache, you may have to do a little hiking to get to the next cache. I mean, some of the counties are big too. So there's one county that we know everybody and that signs that log is is found the only two that are in that county. Right. Loving. There's three now, but but everybody at least gets the other two. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I think I'm about 200 hours, three speeding tickets, and probably about 8,000 miles on the car to get that one. Wow. But, you know, I think that's one of those things that – I know not everybody gets to do it, obviously. But, like, you know, ranks up there with, like, visiting headquarters and doing the ET Power Trail. If you get all 254 counties in Texas, like, that's one of the big major milestones that you can check off. Like, not – well, I guess, what'd you say, 160 people or so? That's not that many. You've seen some stuff, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't, like, accidentally do that. No. <laughs> you worked on it for a long time. <laughs> like, you can almost accidentally do Jasmine, right? You can do, like, right. 75% of it just by caching and finding right. old caches, but you're not going to accidentally find 254 counties. Well, just... Go ahead. Well, just about everybody's done the Texas County Challenge. They, when If you ask them, they didn't start off with any plans of doing it at all, but they one day look and say, oh, I'm only 100 away or 50 away, and it's like, <laughs> I got to do it now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I decided to do this, especially if you're certain parts of the – I mean, I love my state. I, I was born and raised here, but there's some driving in the West Texas area. You you have to enjoy the enjoy the scenery. Susan and I have been out that way, uh, and been out to Big Bend and uh, or, you know the parts of parts of the state. Man, you can roll through some counties out there. No, you're gonna go. You go a long way to get to the next county. So. <laughs> Let's be honest. Some parts of it, you're just like, let's get there. I'm done with my butt in the seat of the car. Right. That's exactly so, right. But you do it. You get it done. So, unfortunately, I am married to a county casher. So, we're it. I asked him today, 916, I think is what he told me. And I'm just ready to kill him. I'm just <laughs> done. Because I, I enjoy it more than you know, but there are days when it's like, I don't want two more counties. I want a bed. <laughs> right. But, oh, but you're team D and D, you know, so you got to have both of y'all. We are. And he puts up with me, so I put up with him. So. <laughs> That's perfect. All right. So bef before we run out of time, we gotta, there's still yeah. several more events we got to mention. All right. The uh, food trucks are going to be mm -hmm. um, Saturday night. Uh, Austin Street Food Truck Park. Is that right, Brian? Yep. So after you spend all day running around caching in the woods and all over Denton, you got to refuel. So come on by. We have a food truck corral where there's going to be a bunch of food trucks. Uh, everyone will be able to refuel, get some great food and kind of a, a fun, relaxing atmosphere. And Jesse, after the competition is done, everyone lets their guard down a little bit. There you go. Uh, the food truck, though, those are great. I love food trucks. Well, and it's also located at a brewery, too, so you kind of get the best of both worlds. Well, there you go. <laughs> you just made it better. <laughs> Food trucks in a brewery. All nasty coming in from the competition, just hanging out. That's great. 
They don't have to sit by you. Just stand next to you at the food truck. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's outdoors, and then we're good. Right. <laughs> it is. You're all good. <laughs> the Austin Street Food Truck Park. Uh, and a lot of cool different ones. And then um, the – where are we going next? The, the, midnight the, event. The midnight mid- of the Garden of Mid Donuts. Oh, wow. Midnight in the Garden of the, – the, the day doesn't end. We just keep on – the day just keeps going. Saturday is like <laughs> – it's a mega day because it really is. It's another event. So you guys uh, talk to us a little bit about the, the garden of good donuts. This is um, the one is, I'm looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, a steakhouse owned by chef Tim love uh, called Queenie's in Denton. And um, yeah, I can't afford a steak, but on Friday and Saturday nights out the back door, they open up what they call back dough. Back dough. And they sell back donuts. Dough. Back dough. They sell uh, four four different flavors. Three of them are sweet, and one of them is savory. And uh, they open it up, and it's four bucks a donut, and it is uh, guaranteed the best donut you've ever had. Wow! So mm. They do a sopapilla. They did one time. They did a meatloaf, and mm. it was really good. Um, my favorite is the chocolate uh, chocolate mousse one. They oh. just it's a it's like a puff, puff dough, a uh, uh, handmade mm. dough that's like fried up. And then they shove it with their homemade uh, chocolate mousse, and then they coat it in cinnamon sugar, and it's to die for. Oh, my gosh. It, you just literally walk up to the back door of this steakhouse, and you give them your four bucks cash, and they hand you a donut. And <laughs> donut. You got college kids out there. One time you we went out there with some friends, and in front of us was college kids, and behind us was a seven-year-old couple whose granddaughter had told them about it, and they're sitting there going, we want our donut. So it's very cool. Mm. <laughs> All kinds too. I mean, cookies and cream, key lime pie. You know, then there's some savory ones. Seriously, a chips and queso donut. What? Yes, and it's good. Oh wow, this is incredible. It's worth going down. Forget the cash, and I'm just gonna go down there for the food. <laughs> just for the food. <laughs> We're trying to appease everyone. Give everyone something. The best of both worlds. That's right. Um, and then Sunday, don't forget, you know, th- it doesn't, it doesn't end. we got a whole more, another day of, of cool stuff. So Sunday, again, you can still do the geo art, still the lab caches, you know, trail to insanity are still all available, but there's a breakfast of champions early morning, um, before the CETO. So, um, breakfast of champions is what are we going to say, Jesse? And the award ceremony too, right? That comes at this uh, right now. How's the, how's the, how's the, what's the logistics here? Breakfast and then the CETO and then the awards. Is that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that how oh, that so works? The breakfast, is, the breakfast is hosted by the 2019 crew. Okay. Um, And, and Tom will be there. That's when they're going to announce where challenge will be next year. And yeah. then afterwards you'll go to the CETO location and we'll have the award ceremony and award um, the winners of both the individual and the regional challenge. And then we'll do some cleanup in Quaker town park. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And so if people don't realize every year um, the, the mega moves, so it's not in the same location every year. Um, it moves from right. region to region. Last year was East Jesse. We went to Tyler mm-hmm. this year, of course in Denton. And then we don't know, we're not we're not privy to the information about next year, but the uh, the possibilities are. Correct me if I'm wrong. South, it, it's southeast of Denver. Is that where it's going to be? Perfect. <laughs> See you, go, Jesse. 
So for sure not in Denver then? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> it's just a little southeast of there. Southeast okay. of there for next year. Do we, do we get go. any hints? <laughs> yeah, southeast of Denver. Oh, oh. West of Louisiana. <laughs> it's, it's West of Louisiana. <laughs> it won't be in yeah. north because north had it this year. Uh, it's, it's South Texas' turn, so it is in South Texas. We can tell you that much. Okay, oh, South Texas. Exclusive hint right there. So the the actual the regional the regions are real quickly uh, north east west central yes yes yep. south and southeast south and southeast okay so there's okay so as they moves around the state okay gotcha um, very cool okay well there you go that's a that's gonna be awesome to find out where it'll be next year um, and then. There's another, and then still another. Oh, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> and then there's a, this is interesting. And we almost forgot about, it wasn't in my notes. And Dia and you guys, thanks for reminding us to put this in the notes. But um, the first ever Waymark, Waymarkers Gathering. So tell us about what, we know what Waymarks are, but what what was the idea behind this? Or what kind of was the story behind it? Well, I have to give all props to this to uh, Gary, our South rep, uh, Eight Nets Mother Goose. He was the one that um, uh, suggested that we do this. It had never been done and said that a lot of waymarkers are also geocachers and um, that this would be a really cool um, cool thing to do. And so we uh, try to figure out where we could fit it in. Um, the geocaching.com president, Brian Roth, is a huge waymarker. So, uh, Brian, if you're watching, please come to the gathering. There you go. We'd love to see We'll buy you a slice at J&J's Pizza. Um, but it, it, he picked a great, iconic uh, pizza restaurant on the square. And so all the waymarkers are going to get together. And there is uh, hundreds of waymarks in Denton. So Very they can cool. have fun. Like uh, like Brian said, we tried to make sure we covered everybody that would, would want to come out. So including those waymarkers. Oh, that's very cool. That's interesting. I wonder how many... What percentage of geocachers are doing waymarks? No idea. Well, that's a good question. Um, I only checked the chat room too. I, I wouldn't really paid. There been we could. could I just asked questions. in the chat room. Okay. There actually is a challenge not too far from about twenty miles from here about doing waymarks. It's an older challenge because you can't do it with the new rules. But mm-hmm. you know you got to find a certain number of waymarks to for the challenge. It's pretty interesting. You don't see those everywhere. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chat room was busy tonight. I didn't even go. Yeah. I'm glad you're kind of keeping an eye on that for us. Um, thank you, chat room, for being there. Um, EGK PBR say you just did six waymarks today. I did one um, notable one and uh, during MOGA just because I was trying to do as many cash types as I possibly could. And that was just, I threw that one in just to kind of, you know, add as a different, you know, that and a benchmark. I just sort of threw those in for <laughs> additional effect, but, uh, um, very cool. Hey Gary, um, on that, on that point, there will be a group that's doing, uh, as many cash types of the day as available. Okay. So if people are interested in that, I know that's one of the things I've always done at Texas challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there'll be various types of caches available to help facilitate that as well. Oh, very cool. Yeah. This yeah, is a great, Mm-hmm. If you get on the Texas Geocaching uh, Texas Geocaching Association Facebook page, 
there's a little blurb about that in uh, Texas Strawberry Creek. It's TX and Strawberry Creek has actually got a van and she's, I think, got about five spaces left in that van that she'll take people after the regional event. And she's already got the whole thing mapped out. I think she said it's about two hours and you can get, I think it's nine, nine wow. or 10 cash types. That she's yeah. going to take you to. Uh, only thing cool. I think they're missing is uh, the closest webcam is about two hours north in Oklahoma. So, so, but yeah, if, you, if you're interested, you can get on there and she can uh, help you out. I did a little research and it appears that there is a challenge in Denton uh, that has been out since 2014 for finding waymarks. And it's a four and a half, one and a half. Who oh, owns wow. it? So that's a perfect place to have that waymark event. Who owns it? Um, all right. I'm going to have to spell this because this is not a <laughs> WB96 Bob White. Bob White. Yeah. Okay. Pete. Pete. Yeah. WB Bob White. Yeah. yeah, so that's been there for a while. So that's a perfect place to have a good waymarking event. We're how many, excited. How many waymarks do you need to find before you go sign that? Or, well, until you claim a sign, claim a find, I should say. You can sign any of them, but <laughs> can't 50 claim 50 different waymark categories, 50 different calendar days, and 90 different waymarks. Oh, wow. That's cool. There's a lot to it, yeah. Yeah, but that's cool that they got that out there. It's so. a funky DT, too. It is. Yeah, four and a half, one and a half is a good one. <laughs> Jesse, uh, was it last year you finished the fizzy and it was like, it was a four and a half something, wasn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it was the opposite. I had to find a one four and a half. Right. And there was like none in my state. So <laughs> I had to go to Oklahoma, Oklahoma. to finish it. Right. Those are oddball. They're, they're kind, of, uh, kind of cool. But, uh, well, wow. This is awesome. Um any, uh, I'll go around the room and kind of give everybody a chance to kind of give final thoughts. Um, we'll start with Tom, who, uh, what, do you remember how many uh, Texas challenges you've been to, Tom? And then give us sort of your final thoughts. My first one was in 2008, and that was back when there were only three teams playing. Wow. And we could, we were, it was small enough we could do it in state parks. And, you know, every year this thing's got bigger and bigger. I think 2013 was our first year to do it in a city and it's I've had fun doing it every year. Don't care if I win or not. I want to win, but yeah, you know, my first year I got hooked because on one thing, every time I ran across this one North Texas player, we'd swap pirate jokes. So, <laughs> oh wait, K Kendall asked me to tell a pirate joke. Absolutely. So Give us a this. pirate joke. So how's a pirate going to get to Texas challenge? We don't know. How In his RV. Lord. Wow. <laughs> we just got kicked off of YouTube. And the show just ended. I don't know what happened. I think we're off the air. No, that's good. I like those. Uh, very good. Um uh, yeah, Tom, you're a you you've been a um, you know you're a good ambassador, definitely. All of y'all are are, but uh, uh, it's always good to hear you know the, the stories and and um, hear about uh, the craziness that's occurred over the years, and it's, it's fun to it's fun to hear uh, so so much wonderful things. So uh, we appreciate that, Tom. Um, all right, I'm gonna go over to I'm gonna go to Brian next. Brian, g give us your 
So this year I will have completed the cycle. Uh, my first geocache was uh, mega event mm -hmm. in Texas was seven years ago, I guess, when we had it in Denton. Okay. And I'll be repeating for the first time ever. Um, I think, like I said earlier, when I, I first went, I wasn't really sure what it was all about and w whether I even wanted to do it. I've been cashing for about two years, mm -hmm. but I became hooked and it, it just was an addiction for me. It's been a great experience. And what we've tried to do this year is provide as many different opportunities for everyone to make it as inclusive and, and fun as possible. So I'm looking forward to sponsoring this and hope everyone has a great time. Oh, very good. Yeah. Um, just a, like you said, just, it's a wonderful, uh, the, the time and that you guys put into it and the effort is, is, I know it's tremendous, but it's, it's very much appreciated. So thanks, Brian. Uh, D what, what are some of your thoughts? Um, well, my first challenge was in also 08, it was at mineral wells and, um, I was hooked from the beginning cause I was not a nature girl. And I was out running in the trees and hopping creeks. And so um, kind of full circle. Denton uh, this year is followed up to 2012 when I was with uh, Kevin and we planned uh, the Ray Roberts one. So it's I enjoy um, being involved in all of that. Um, watching people when they get ready to compete mm -hmm. and just the, the electricity in the room. So I hope everybody can out and has i'm overly appreciative of everybody that has stepped up to the plate and helped us out um i do want to say a heavy thank you to jesse at afk um i believe you guys are going to have him next week he yes. has been amazing in helping us out we had some coin issues and he stepped up to the plate and saved the day for us so um it's just the people i meet along the way are i always say and i, I know it's a reviewer saying but the best thing that you collect in geocaching is friends. So mm -hmm. um, it's been, it's been an honor to do it and I appreciate you having us on and mm -hmm. I hope to see everybody in Denton. It's going to be a great time. Oh, very good. Yes. Uh, Jesse. Um, so I've only gotten to go once. I went, you know, we went and we had a lot of fun down there last year and I wish I was going this year, but you know, you can't go to everything all the time, of course. Um, but uh, if you've only been, if you haven't been to a Texas mega, and you've never been to a competition before, this is a whole different ball game. And, you know, even if you're not into the competition, which I don't understand that part, but <laughs> if you're not into the competition, um, we just talked about food trucks and beer and ice cream and donuts. And I mean, it's Texas, there's food everywhere. So mm -hmm. there's tons and just the history and everything else going on down there. There's tons of stuff to do. This, this sounds like one of the, you know, one of the better megas out there. So I, mm -hmm. I can't, Definitely a good one to put on your list. Even if you can't make it this year, it keeps going. It's great. There's a lot of different things to go. This is this is one of my favorites by far. Excellent. Yeah, you know, um, I didn't do a lot of megas. You know, I've been caching since '06, and and I've I've I think I missed out a lot on uh, on um, that whole mega scene. And um, I think that for people who have never been to an event 
I know they're maybe a little intimidated, but really uh, small events or even large events, I think maybe even large events, maybe uh, something to sort of, if you've never been to an event, megas are probably a good one to start with. Um, you can meet so many different people. Everybody's so friendly. Um, I, I think like D said, there's something about geocachers um, who um, just really look out for one another. You get to meet some people uh, just to kind of wrap up. Jesse and I were doing the lab caches last year and um, having a great time. He and I, you know, something, you know, he, he and I and I will always remember it, but Jesse now knowing what I'm talking about. We were having yeah. a little struggle. We had a struggle with a couple, but we were watching um, these ladies who were from California and they were also kind of struggling a little bit with one of them. And so uh, we started talking to them and had a great conversation with them and, and uh, actually saw them later on and, and said, Hey, I'll see y'all again. But uh, you know, you know, Jesse, that's probably a good example of what can happen when you, you go to a geocaching mega. We had a blast and just, it was totally random. Right. And that was just one little segment of the whole weekend. So people are just really friendly and it's, it's a different atmosphere because normally you're hiding when you're caching, right? You're going to the city, you're hiding, Mug, and yeah. not trying to show you what you're doing. Right. And then when you're in the, an area of a mega, it's like everybody, like you, it's, <laughs> people are, you outnumber the muggles. So it's great. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, so good times. Definitely go, um, you know, geocache talk will be there. Uh, hopefully all of geocache talk will be there. We don't know that yet. We're, we're working on that, but, uh, uh, you know, talk to, I'm gonna have to talk to Christy cause, uh, I know, I know we can, we can maybe get this to work, but anyway, um, <laughs> very good. Again, thank you guys so much. Um, so, as D said, coming up on the show uh, next week, we, uh, Jesse is Jesse Tuttle will be on the show talking about uh, what I was calling Gigastock, uh, Geo Woodstock 16, and we're going to talk about that next week. Week after that, again, we're talking about you know things that are a challenge or it's about the numbers. Sodak Zach will be back from Malaysia, and we're going to talk about um, his new series that he's doing called it's a, It Is About the Numbers. So that's kind of a different take on things. And then in three weeks, we're going to have an interesting talk about containers. Doesn't sound that exciting, but actually it will be. Uh, we're, we're going to, Jesse and I are going to get into a big old, uh, big old knockdown drag out about what we like and don't like about containers. And so um, some of us like the really odd containers. Some of us don't like the odd containers. I'm showing one of them right now, um, but we'll talk about that in a, in a few weeks. So, uh, anyway, so folks, we hope you enjoy the show tonight. Email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. At geocachetalk is the webpage or the tweet, Twitter page, did I get it right, for the show. Uh, my personal one's at Gary Slinkard, one word. Jesse's at Memphis underscore mafia. And our Facebook page is, Facebook, is facebook.com forward slash geocachetalk. Show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course now it can be found on Spotify. And don't forget to click on the subscribe button below so you, so you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. Till next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Come to the 16th Annual Texas Challenge and Festival and then go geocaching while you're there. So good night, everybody. Bye. Good night. Night.